Hoppy and Lee on Listener. It's breakfast whenever you want it. It is breakfast whenever you want it. It is just Lee with you as Poppy is doing her best to prop up the winery industry in Western Australia and more power to her. I'd be joining her if I could. Uh, plenty to happening today. We're going to catch up with Anthony Maroon for all the NRL action that's going on across this weekend. Beck Miller gives us an insight into all the AFL action that's happening. Very excited about this happening on Saturday is a book launch for a young man who has written his first book. His name is Justin Hunt and he joins us today. Uh, G'day Justin, welcome along. Hello, thanks for having me here. No worries. Justin, tell us a little bit about the book that you've got coming out. Well, the book is called Freon Fables Rise to the Challenge and it's the first of six books. Wow. Have you have you written the whole series yet or are we just uh, in the process of writing two through six? Uh, actually, I've already written all of them. Wow. And yeah. um, basically to the point where I'm already to the second series because I plan to do three different series yeah. for the one uh, subject. Yeah. But um, I'm currently stuck in the middle of series two, so that, that's why I'm stuck at the moment. That's, uh, that's amazing. Uh, tell us about the Freon Fables. The Freon Fables was an idea that came to me quite a few years ago. I was about 12, maybe 13. On the first book, uh, the idea for the first book is that Mick Lane, the, the main character, he gets trapped in a zoo and he needs to find a way out so he can get back to his wife, Harriet. Yeah. And, of course, this first book is basically about all of his attempts and what happens during everything while at the zoo, uh, while at the same time you hear, like, what happens to Harriet as well, like what she goes through. Wow. And talk to us about what it's like. As, like You have this idea when you're really young. What's the process like for you going through to actually getting the books published and out and about? Well, it wasn't easy, as you might imagine. <laughs> uh, I had a lot of ups and downs, a lot of people saying, no, we don't want it right now. And a lot of people saying, yes, we want it, but we'll have like a huge amount of money for it, which, of course, I didn't have. You'll be. Yeah. Um, so when I finally finished university a couple of years ago, I wanted to finally sit down and be like, okay, what am I going to do about getting it actually published? And so I looked around and I found Shoreline Publishing, who are an Australian-based company, and they agreed to do it for me. They've been incredibly supportive, uh, incredibly nice. They've done so much stuff for the book. It's, it's, in, it's insane. It's actually really insane how much they've done for it. And, of course, the book launch is happening this weekend. Tell us about the details of that event. So the book launch is being held at the Curious Rabbit in Wagga. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be at three o'clock on Saturday. And they have been so super supportive about it. Uh, and they have agreed to basically put aside a bit of space for me to you know, do my book launch and even have uh, an area where I can you know, sign books and, and, and sell them off to people if, if, if they're interested in getting copies. Outstanding. And if people can't get down there on Saturday for the book launch, where can they get their hands on a copy of the uh, Freon Fables? Currently, you can get them from the Shoreline website, but I believe Colin's Bookstore is also going to have some copies uh, available as well. Justin, it's been a pleasure to catch up with you this morning. The book launch is happening on Saturday down at the Curious Rabbit for the Freon Fables. And do we have a word on when the next one's uh, coming out? 
Not as of yet, uh, but I do intend on releasing it fairly soon. But it is coming. It is coming. Fantastic. I'm looking forward to it as well. Justin, thanks so much for your time this morning and well done on getting this one out. Thank you very much. No problems, mate. It's been a pleasure. Uh, plenty of footy action happening. We're going to talk AFL in just a moment with Beck Miller. Before we get to her, though, Anthony Maroon from the uh, Triple M NRL commentary team to talk all things NRL and uh, get all the tips that you need, mate. Yeah, mate, just before we get to that, I have been informed that uh, the Raiders will be in town in the next sort of couple of weeks. Yes. Uh, I'm just hoping that there's no more issues with you lurking around their hotel or, you know, climbing up and hiding from them in trees and looking at them with periscopes or or telescopes or anything, mate. You know what I mean? You've been down that road once. You've had your warning. Mate, we've had the court Uh, case. Nothing was ever proven. Well, you know, between you and I, we both know what really happened. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) No, really looking forward to this. Raiders Storm and actually a big sports lunch on uh, supporting the Amy Sinclair Melanoma Trust. And that's happening on the Friday before the game. Ricky Stewart, Craig Bellamy going to be the special guests and uh, Greg Ritchie going to MC that one. So Wagga Rugby League Facebook page got all the details. But great to see them supporting the local community while they're here as well. Yeah, well, I tell you what, not only do you get two great rugby league minds there but obviously as you know I do the sports lunch circuit myself and I would consider Greg Ritchie to probably be the best luncheon speaker in Australia so if you haven't got your ticket yet make sure you get involved. Yeah it will be outstanding. Uh, mate let's talk a bit about the rugby league and tonight we've got the Titans who geez they let this lead slip against the Raiders on the weekend they're up against the Tigers who have been struggling Yeah look it's uh, they haven't won a game they're the only team that haven't won a game the poor old uh, Tigers, and I don't think that's going to change this week, and I think it's going to get a lot more ugly, if I'm being completely honest. So Titans will bounce back at home, and I think they'll win this one comfortably. The Sharks still looking impressive. Nico Hines just can play a bit, but the Knights not going too badly either. They're at Points Bet Stadium on uh, tomorrow night, Friday night. Should be a very close game, this one, Lee, because they've both won two from three. Uh, the Knights get Kalen Ponga back. Obviously, they've lost... Mitch Barnett now for six weeks. But a big occasion there, too, in the Shire because uh, Aidan Tolman plays his 300th. And I am going to take the Sharks, but I really don't know with this one. Yeah, and what an achievement that is to play that number of games. Yeah, well, to give you some idea, mate, his first one was in 2008. So... Yeah, it's a wonderful career he's had. Yeah, uh, Panthers, the now the only unbeaten team, they're taking on your bunnies in an effort to remain the only unbeaten team. Uh, your boys looked good on the weekend. Well, they found something, didn't they? You yeah. know, I mean, once uh, Cody Walker starts finding a bit of form and that, that little halfback starts finding himself, it can only be a good thing. But remembering, of course, that the Panthers get back Nathan Cleary. He can play and. Bit. He seems to know what he's doing. I don't know about James Fisher-Harris as yet, but uh, I, I think they're going for something like 19th straight wins at home, Penrith. So my bunnies will be up against it, but you know I'm not going to tip against no, it. No, you never would. Uh, Broncos crashed back to earth in the second half against the Cowboys. They're up against the Warriors at uh, Redcliffe. Yeah, so it's uh, going to be interesting to see how this one plays out because the Broncos got... You know, as you say, they come crashing back to earth last week. And now the importance of this game, well, I know it's one week at a time, but the next couple of weeks they've got the Roosters and Penrith. So uh, points are on offer, and this is one they can win, and I'll tip them just. 
Very good. Mate, what's happening with the Sea Eagles? They were flying at the back end of last year, but at the start of last year, they couldn't they couldn't buy a game. They just sneaked over the line against the Dogs in a torrential rain last week. They're taking on Maraders. Yeah, well, this is the thing, isn't it? Like, they had this situation where they, uh, last year, one, I think they lost lost their first four, then won one with a field goal. So they've lost a couple and beaten the Dogs with a field goal this year. Does it mean they turn the corner? Well, I think, though, in the Feddingham department, Canberra will have so much momentum coming into this game after what they did last week against the Titans, and I'm going to tip them to win. I love your work, mate. Love your work. Keep that going. The Cowboys, as everyone predicted pre-season, second on the ladder. They're taking on the Roosters, who, again, are out of the eight, much like all the pundits have expected. Yeah, well, I think the Cowboys, after a really lean couple of years, they seem to have found something here. A couple of really good kids in that side. And while they're winning, it'll keep that noise about Taumalolo and Todd Payton. It'll keep all that at bay. If they can get a win up there in Townsville against the Roosters, that's really going to give them some cred. It's going to really keep the crowds coming. And I'm going to tip them to win this. Very, very good. How are the Roosters travelling? They're a bit off from last year. They seem to be, don't they? It's uh, I guess it's only been a few. We're only a few games in, uh, yeah. but yeah, they they don't seem to have. Uh, I mean, obviously last year they did it with a lot of players missing. Those players are coming back. Maybe some of those players just need to a little bit more time to settle into a rhythm. Yeah, absolutely, uh, mate. The storm just keep on doing storm things. Geez, they were they they got pipped, but they still look pretty solid. They're up against the Bulldogs, who seem improved this year. Well, we want to see Trent's team, team, and they do are improved. I mean, they are a better side. They only just lost to Manly. They've had a good win. They they only just lost th- that first game too. Yeah. Uh, or one. So they certainly have turned a corner. But this is going to be a a big mountain to climb. I don't think they'll win this week. But Doggies fans, stay loyal, stay true. They'll lose, but they'll do their best. And that's all you can ask for your team as well. Mate, the Eels are taking on the Dragons after coming off the win against uh, Melbourne last week, the Eels. Yeah, I'll take the Eels at home, mate, at Combank Stadium. Much like I said about Canberra, I think they just take some momentum into this game. Unfortunately, that young fellow, Ray Stone, who scored the winning try, he's now out for the season. But Parramatta have got to win these games. They've got to be able to bank these games that they should win. You know, find a bit of consistency around games like this at home. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take them to beat the Dragons at Combank, mate. That wraps it up. If you were down in Wagga, where would you be sitting, mate? If I was down at Wagga, I'd be at the Farmers. I'd be trying to avoid Sean after all the nasty things I've said about the Tigers <laughs> a few the last few weeks. But I'd be having some sort of a schnitzel or taking your choice of a Thai beef salad, uh, washing it down with a couple of cold ones. My, my brew of choice these days is the Heineken Zero Point Zero. Then on the way out, mate, I'd be bagging a couple of, uh, bagging a pocket full of Mentos from the, the you-know-what area. Sounds amazing. Mate, you have a good one, and uh, we'll catch up with you. Triple M Rugby League back over the weekend, and you can catch all the action right here on Triple M. Anthony Maroon, thanks for your time. You're going good on your own there, son. <laughs> thanks, mate. Of course, you can hear all of the NRL action on Listener. You can hear all of the AFL action on Listener. And as we've spoken about the uh, Rugby League, we need to chat about the uh, Aussie rules as well. Fresh off being nominated as one of the 40-person squad for the AFLW All-Australian team, Beck Miller, congratulations. (laughs) 
<laughs> Thank you so much. Do appreciate it. It's uh, pretty surreal. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. How how does it feel? And how did it feel when you found out that you were part of the squad? Because it's a massive achievement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was obviously announced. I think two p.m., three p.m. yesterday afternoon, but. Um, the Tigers general manager, Kate Sheen, gave me a, a call at about 11 yesterday morning and sort of gave me a heads up. So, um, yeah, it was very surreal when I got that call. And she sort of said, make sure you enjoy the moment. And, you know, I don't really like sort of individual accolades. So it's sort of, I'm trying to enjoy it, but it's a bit uncomfortable. But um, it's just nice the hard work's paying off, really, at the end of the day. And joined by a couple of your teammates in that squad as well, Mon Conti and Katie Brennan. So uh, did you reach out for the, to them and give them a nice little congratulations? Yeah, I sent, I sent KB a message, and then I actually saw Moncon at the club um, last night. So gave each other a nice big hug, which was a nice little moment. So, yeah. Fantastic. Now, if your form with your tipping could improve a little bit to match your form <laughs> on the field, that would be wonderful for us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm not putting as much hard work into that as I am on field, so it's probably showing as well. Fair so, uh We'll give it a crack. We will. Um, tonight, it's the uh, the Swans. Buddy has got his 1,000th. That yes. monkey's off the back. And, geez, what scenes there. Um, they are uh, down in uh, Victoria against uh, the Bulldogs at Marvel. It's actually a miracle. He didn't get COVID after being mobbed oh. by yeah, right? tens of thousands. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm actually going to go to the Swannies. I want to lock them in. So I think, yeah, they played a great, they, you know, absolutely dominated against Geelong, who were a good side themselves. So... Very impressive by the Swans. Yeah, absolutely. It, um, it made our loss against uh, the Swans the week before look better, but then we'll get to the Giants in a moment. Um, Melbourne <laughs> taking on Essendon at the uh, MCG. Jeez, Essendon, after a lot of pre-season hype and promise, again, uh, zip two, and they've got Melbourne this week. Yeah, it's not what you want, is it, when you're zero and two? Um, I'm tipping Demons because Essendon are long odds. Um, yeah, I just think Demons will be too strong for the poor Bombers. Also, uh, Saturday, uh, Friday night, they've got a double header Friday night, the showdown at Adelaide Oval. Uh, Port Adelaide, they've had a bit of a struggle to start the season as well, but yeah. I'm going to back them in for the showdown. And um, look, the the game that everyone talks about each and every year, yeah. the Battle of the Expansion Clubs, uh, <laughs> kicks off your Saturday afternoon yeah. footy. The Giants and the Suns. Beck, tell me that we can get a win on the board here. Prime time on a Saturday Arvo. Uh, I'm, I have locked in your boys, the uh, the charcoal and orange boys, so uh, we'll see if they can get the points. Did you Not wa- confident, though. Did you watch the game on the weekend <laughs> against the Tigers? Yes, I was meant to go to the game, but um, I was in the uh, health and safety protocols of the uh, Victorian government, so um, didn't couldn't quite go there, which is quite sad. Probably for the best, yeah, 700 metres from the ground, but beautiful day, sunny, warm, and a great Tigers performance. So you can't get much better. Oh, no, I reckon we could have gotten quite a bit better. <laughs> um, Collingwood are sitting second on the ladder. They're hosting the Cats at the MCG. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a hard one. Um, Fly's got the Pies playing pretty well, but I've backed in Geelong. No rhyme or reason. I've just backed them in. We'll take it. We'll take it. Um, the Lions raging favourites against North Melbourne. That's happening on Saturday night. Yes, yes, they are very short price favourites, and I've locked in the Lions as well. So go the Lions. Very good. Yeah, North look improved, but I mean, then again, they only just beat the Waffle side that was presented to them on the weekend. <laughs>
Um, Carlton really do look improved. They look like, and I've got so many Carlton supporter friends who are, this is our year, we're back. Um, they're taking on ladder leaders Hawthorne, which I never thought I'd say this year at the MCG Sunday Arvo. Look, all I will say to Carlton supporters is premierships aren't one in March. That's all I will say. So They are in the AFL. Um, <laughs> Actually, April, April, technically. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go to Carlton Blues, though. Um, yeah, they have played exciting round of footy, but um, yeah, we'll see if they can sustain it all season long. Very good. Uh, St Kilda taking on your boys at Richmond. Is this the week that you tip against the Tigers? I'm actually really worried because this was the match last year after the mid-season bye. We came back and played St Kilda and we lost and we just sort of never never got up and about after that. So I'm a bit worried, but I'm still tipping the Richmond boys. So go Tigers. And your friend and mine, Poppy, will be watching this one live at Optus Stadium in Perth when the West Coast Eagles and the Fremantle Dockers go toe-to-toe with the Western Derby. It is going to be a huge match. West Coast hopefully get some players back. <laughs> Should we tip against Freya just to make Poppy really mad that she can't defend her boys or, oh. or what? Oh, she would be beside herself if the Freya lost this one, I think. Right, well, I'll tip Freya just to, just to uh, make, our, make our friend Poppy happy. So That's we'll see. Bit of solidarity. Yeah, Nat Fife I see out for six weeks or so after six having weeks. that surgery. Yeah. Huge, huge loss. But, you know, they've got the, uh, the young bull. Um, Monday in there, so that'll be all right. Yeah, he's, he's played a couple of games this year. He should should hold the side together a little bit, I think. Beck Miller from the AFLW, a Richmond Tigers side, and now AFLW All-Australian <laughs> squad member. I'm never going to get sick of saying that. Congratulations, <laughs> and thanks so much for being part of the show again. Thanks, Lee. Really do appreciate it. Thanks, mate. No, so proud of you and so stoked that you got the accolades that you did. Uh, we are just about out of here. I'll catch up with you tomorrow. Very excited about this local band celebrating 50 years. They've got a CD coming out as well. They're a band that you will all know, and it is great to see this commemoration happening. Tell you all the details on that tomorrow. Make sure you join us. You can catch us 6 to 9 at Triple M Riverina or right here on Listener. Poppy and Lee. Weekdays from 6 on the Riverina's Triple M. And whenever you want them on Listener.